Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Good morning, Millennials, and welcome back to The Toast. Happy Wednesday. It is hump day. A great day here at The Toast, honestly, and it's even greater because I'm joined by a highly requested co-host. This is your second time on The Toast. It's GBT. Her real name is Robin. I will literally never call you no, Robin. No, never. It, I mean, my best friend's Brian, but he's the points guy, and I've never called him Brian in my life. It's TBG. Yes. Robin, girl boss town, the internet's agent, TikToker, and most importantly, pop culture Savage. Savage, savage. It's Robin GBT. Hi, everyone. I saw the comments um, when I posted that I was going to be a co-host, which is the biggest honor because I'm an OG toaster, like seriously. And by the way, whenever I meet people in public, a lot of them are like, oh, I found you from the toast. I love that. They're the best. The but toasters um, are the best. I'm not BSC, Ben Soffer Celebrity, You're which not. was the other highly requested one. But GBT is here and I'm so excited. Ben Soffer Celebrity is such a celebrity that he couldn't even make time for me this week. Yeah, that needs to be merch, by the way. A hundred percent. But Ben would be like, I want it for his, his podcast merch. Yes. He needs to make it. Yes. So Robin's in town. You're a New England girly. You're coming to New York. Mm -hmm. What's on the sketch? So I am going to be at the Summer I Turned pretty premiere tomorrow and as like an almost 30 year old I this know. shouldn't be as exciting as it is but I'm literally frothing at the mouth me too um and then here for the toast and just you know meetings, meetings booked and busy meetings, meetings. um but I would rather be like in my bed with my dog but if I'm not in my bed with my dog I'd be on the toast a hundred percent relatable statement yes I will also be at the summer I turn pretty premiere and we're like just, we're just gonna be two grandmas like fawning over the teenagers and of course which is like wildly inappropriate mm -hmm. but that's just what I'm here for that's so you're us. team Conrad right duh okay well, I I knew that what but are you like, Conrad in the did you read the books yes so in the books like I, w I was 100% team Conrad but the idea of her like ending up with Jeremiah like wasn't the craziest thing yeah and also like this season is gonna be rough for team Conrad girlies um I'm not gonna like spoil if anything they're going like exactly on the book yes exactly but Conrad for life but in the show I find Jeremiah so unlikable yeah he didn't have villain energy in the books but in the show he's like scheming and plotting it's giving like all that like Nickelodeon, um, I'm so pretty. Like when he's doing yep. the dance, yeah, like yeah, yeah. that's just he's yeah. cringe. He's cringe. But like I know if like like when like if I interview him or see him tomorrow, I'm be like hi, like oh my god, <laughs> like you know what I mean. Totally. But I mean, yeah, I'm not a Jeremiah girlie. I'm not a Jeremiah girlie. Yeah. Now I love that you you come on the toast because you know every, you know all my references. Like, yes. You know just as much about pop culture as yes. I do. But what you really bring to the table is your obsession with TikTok and what's going on on TikTok yes. right now. So I need to get your take. There's so, I found myself on like so many different sides of TikTok. Uh -huh. First, right now, I'm in the Shein influencer trip drama. Do you know about that? Yes. What are your thoughts? Let me give like a little. So Shein like did this <laughs> influencer trip to Singapore mm -hmm. to kind of dispel all the rumors. What, what yeah. do we know about Shein? Like their sweatshops, they have underpay their employees. It's really like... um toxic work environments course, they make yeah. like 10 cents a week and so they did this influencer trip to kind of dispel all the drama they like found these random influencers who I personally had not heard of at the time now 
their content no. is all over, especially that girl, Danny. Um, <laughs> but it was kind of like, you know, this is what our factories are actually like. And we're going to take these influencers here and, you know, show them the factories and the assembly line. And people were not buying what Shein was selling. They were yeah. like, listen, this is obviously like a model home. It's not a real factory. Yeah. This is not where your actual clothes are made. Because the facility they showed us was very clean, beautiful. Yeah. Everyone, it looked like Kylie Cosmetics. Like It looked like Google. Yeah. With like these AI robots. Yeah. It was not... So what is your take on the situation? Well, I'm shocked the girl that eats chicken sausage with cottage cheese and mustard wasn't on the trip. She's, oh, she's going to be on the next trip. She's my next thing I want to talk to you about. Yeah. Um, I think the intention is good, but the execution is bad. Because what I always say when I'm working with brands is like, this isn't the 2016, 2018 influencer era where they could literally like shove product down our throat and we think it's real. Yeah. We see through this. Like, oh, internet it's clearly users are very... crisis PR. So I think the person who came up with it, it's like, that's, it's good intention, but like, this is not Tartan Dubai. No, and it's not fully transparent. Because it's no. like, that's not where they manufacture all of their no, textiles. No, no. It's not. No. So unless you're going to be like fully transparent, just like let people keep talking rumors about you. But, but there's like, there's brands like Ryanair, which is like a really like cheap airline mm-hmm. in Europe. And they like poke fun at the fact that like they're cheap and they like lose bags. Mm-hmm. But they get social engagement on that. Like when you're you're in on the joke you almost respect it more so true so it's like don't try to be something you're not shin so true but what do you think about the influencers who went like they're in a tough spot now they say they weren't paid but then they say they were paid it's not entirely clear like what the arrangement was but they were like just kind of these like spokespeople yeah. for Shein as an influencer yourself mm-hmm. but also somebody who sees it from the brand side what what do they do totally I mean I've also been like persuaded to go on a trip or do something with a brand because it was presented one way and then it was executed another. Mm -hmm. So I don't place initial blame on influencers who went because maybe they were told it was something that it was completely not. But um, I I was the influencers. I got put in this position. This is being posted anywhere. I would lean in. Yeah. I would lean in. It's it's good advice. Yeah. I mean, what else are you going to do? No, I know at this point, like it's it's literally... And like when that, like I would like lean in and I would also get glam and get a stylist because there's going to be a Netflix documentary coming out about it. So so be prepared. She's so right. Be prepared. What do you think it would be called, the Netflix documentary about it? Okay, wait, give me a second. Okay. Fuck. She in, she out. Yes. Something like yes, that. That's play good. on words. Yeah. Okay. Now the other thing going on on TikTok that has absolutely occupied every corner of my mind is the girly. I don't yeah. even know her name, but she basically eats the most vile food, and it has gone so viral. She's like a health and wellness girl, and I think I read on her profile she's like lost like seventy pounds, Which and this is, is great. How, this yeah. is how she did it. She literally sits down for every meal with a vat of mustard, a vat of cottage cheese, and a plate of raw vegetables and apple chicken sausage. And she dips every single one of the vegetables and the sausage into mustard or cottage cheese. And people have become obsessed. It is so disgusting. Like, I cannot fathom that tasting Mm -hmm. even... Apple chicken sausage the with palm cottage. Of hearts. Yep. The palm of hearts is the hardest to watch. The, Any the palm cottage, of hearts girlies out there? The cottage cheese? This is my thing. Where the fuck is Janelle? Where the fuck is Janelle? Oh my <laughs> they need such to a do a niche conversation. They need to have a celebrity boxing match. Cottage cheese versus Janelle. Janelle was the OG health girly who would make these like forlorn. It was it was the same thing. Like she would dip things in mustard too. Yep. Yeah. yeah. In her, I think she's a nurse and she would like go on break. Yes. And make these like really weird. Um, keto. Like, it was keto. like keto. Yes. Keto. Yes. But she's um, she's actually out of the keto lifestyle now. I've heard. She's, yeah. Yeah. She actually DM'd me for PR moves back in the day. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. She's really nice. I mean, I don't know anything about her. But no. She looks so like such sweet. a sweet girly. But I think Heinz mustard should put on a celebrity box 
boxing match with Janelle in Mustard Girly. And that's why you're here, GBT. Thank you. Now, the other th side of TikTok that I've landed on that is so niche, I'm sure you have no idea what yeah. I'm talking about. No, I think I would. Is it the bariatric cruise? No. Okay, <laughs> let me tell you. So I was seeing this bariatric, and I'm like, are they talking about bariatric surgery? Yeah. So there's like a community of girlies who have gotten bariatric surgery who are like living their best lives. And, and they've, you know, there's so many communities. I just had never heard of this one. And they put together a cruise. Wait, I'm going to be stupid. What is bariatric? Weight loss. Okay, okay. So it's like, you know, girls whose entire lives, I mean, it's boys and girls, but it's mostly girls, mm -hmm. who their whole lives have changed and they found a community how to like maintain the weight loss and, you know, any issues they're all yeah. having. And they put together a cruise. Like they all went on a cruise together. Okay. And I think it turned out to be like fire Festival. Oh, no. But like nobody's really speaking out. So everyone's like going back and looking at these TikToks. It's very small. I mean, I know I'm like very niche yeah. right now. I just wanted to know if you had any insight on Bariatric Cruise. I don't. But that would also be another great opportunity for Janelle and Cottage Cheese Girly. I like how we don't even know her name. I don't know. I feel so bad. Um, please stitch this or I feel like whatever. it's Haley. I think it's Danielle. Shit. But whatever. Um, I have not ended up on Bariatric Cruise TikTok. It's gorgeous but place. I would love to see it. So the cruise went wrong. Like, were the cruises organized by the group, or did they just go on like a Royal Caribbean no, cruise? That I don't know. Okay. That I don't know. But I don't know what exactly went wrong. But it's like everybody was like hyping up going on the Bariatric Cruise, and then everyone went silent. And mm -hmm. they're like, "What happened to the Bariatric Girlies? What was the pyramid scheme that sold the leggings? Lula Rome." Um, they used to do cruises as yep. well. So honestly, I haven't seen this, but Royal Caribbean works with influencers all the time. They do. They need to put them out to sea. Yeah. And, <laughs> and write all the wrongs. And, yeah, write all the wrongs and invite Danielle Cottage Cheese, Palm of Hearts. Potentially and Haley. Chanel. Potentially Haley, yeah. Um, okay, so that's... Oh, wait, what, real quick. The other side of TikTok that I love that you're on is... That's what I was going to ask you. Um, uh, like UK makeup... Obsessed girlies oh my god the girlies in ireland the girlies in the uk the girlies who are just like getting wasted every weekend and wearing so much makeup i'm obsessed with getting watching those girls get ready yeah like they are the new alex earl i completely agree <laughs> okay cool and they deserve that type of support and energy from yes. us what are you currently obsessed with on tiktok right now um, see, I'm so lame. Like I love, like I always end up on, well, obviously I'm on, this isn't lame, Swift Talk. Of course. But like the summer I turn pretty edits. Yeah, me too. Like I'm on like the edit talk. You are like, always sending me like these edits. turnt edits. It's like Taylor Swift music set to like different TV shows that we're obsessed <laughs> yeah, with. Yeah, I'm on edit talk. I'm on UK talk. I'm trying to think of the last like weird TikTok. Do you have STEM on your TikTok? I do. And nobody else nobody does. Nobody talks about it. Okay. Cause like when they were talking about banning TikTok in America because like in China they're using it to like teach kids science and math mm -hmm. and here we're just learning how to eat cottage cheese yeah. but it only happened to a handful of users where now on your free on your TikTok homepage you can look at people you're following the you know the the for you page and then there's also a tab for STEM where it's like you're getting science and math and educational It'll literally content be like how grasshoppers read and reproduce sometimes I find myself like spiraling and going, me too I don't hate it me too so but I haven't met anyone who has it Maybe that's for a reason. Yeah, maybe we're dumb. <laughs> yeah, maybe they were like, girl, go on STEM. But also, it's like, it's, it's giving like scholastic book fair. Like, yeah. it's kind of fun to end. Like, it's kind of fun. It's fun, educational, but yeah. still entertaining content. Yeah, like when all the submarine stuff was happening, I thought I was accidentally on STEM. What are your thoughts on the submersible? So, the uh, <laughs> submersible, um, not funny. Um, I think that it's... 
this is gonna go like a little like dark and like sad. No, it's but okay. like when you like losing somebody is so tragic and when you hear about tragic things that are happening in the news you don't think about like the families at home that are like mourning the loss Mm -hmm. of these things and obviously this is like the craziest content and like the most bizarre thing so people it's going to create discourse people are going to talk about it but people like fully died no i know so like there are so many memes about it which is just like how our culture is and me calling it a meme makes me seem like such a millennial no but that's what it was yeah like there's memes about it which like i get because it's it is kind of turning into pop culture yeah but i think it's i think it's sad it's the it's literally this and it's like making me like not being able to fall asleep at night. I know. And when you think about like what they went through at that time. Exactly. Like before it happened. Yeah. yeah. And but I think the, the YouTube aspect of it, how like Mr. Beast was yep. asked to go on. And a bunch of like maritime content creators yes. had previously gone on. Yes. Yeah, so that's like the craziest part about all of it. I agree. And I was wondering if they could go into the iCloud of these people to get the footage that was taken before something that's happened. That's interesting. Because they had their cell phones. Yeah. And Logitech controllers. Logitech controllers. Yes. Well, now, like, everything that I'm, like, planning on doing, I'm, like, seeing through the eyes of the submersible. Like, literally (laughs) yesterday, I got invited. And it sounds like a -a once-in-a-lifetime trip. Yeah. But it also sounds like the submersible. Like, it's on the water. It's, like, a a luxury, like, yacht experience in, like, Iceland. And I'm just, like, it's giving Titanic. I'm, like, It's also giving something, like, I can so not see you doing. Uh, That's literally what Jackie said. She was, like, what? But, like, it sounds amazing. (laughs) Like, you in Iceland? I know. But, like, when the fuck am I ever going to go to Reykjavik? Content. Content. And, like, I want to see the world. Yeah. No. I, yeah. Do you think I I should go? I'm really struggling. Please go. You think? Please go. But it's on the water the whole time. Yeah. Will you, like, dock and, like, explore? Will the bariatric cruise girlies be on it? I'm not going if they're not. (laughs) Okay. So, like, if that's the case, run with it. But, yeah. If that's the case, she should have put them back on the rack because she was unqualified to own those shoes. I will never stop quoting. I didn't even watch. Did you watch Celebrity Big Brother? No, but it seems so so up my alley. But Me I love too. Tiffany Pollard. I, t- Pollard. T- is Pollard. Yeah. I would take a bullet for her. Yes. Multiple times over, again and again. They and need to do a rewatch podcast. In that's a statement alone and sentence that never should be said because there's a rewatch podcast for everything. But New York needs to do a rewatch podcast and watch Flavor Flav. Flavor Flav. I love, love New York. I love New York. New York gets a job mm-hmm. and Celebrity Big Brother. She is really like not given enough credit for being mm-hmm. such a pioneer of reality TV. Not at all. Did you watch Flavor Flav like in the day? Of course. And Tila Tequila. Like, Me too. Like it was the type of show that like when your like your parents came home, you'd yes! have to switch. You'd have to click last on the Comcast remote. No, so like, go, why were we watching that? Obsessed. Danny. Remember Danny? Of course. Remember Pumpkin? Of course. Obsessed. If you were on. Well, that was like I, I was more of a rock of love girly. And you know when you come in. I didn't in, get into rock of love. Well, when you come in, they give you a nickname. Okay. What would be your nickname when you come Turdy. in? Turdy. Turdy. Turdy Lou. That's a good one. What would yours be? Um, GBT. 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 You're in my phone as Robin GBT, but like, honestly, every time I go to find your number, I can't find it because I'm like, who the fuck is Robin? Yeah, no. Like, every time I look in the mirror, I'm like, who the fuck is Robin? But that's a whole other conversation. You are one of the first people who started calling me like GBT as if it's like my name. Oh, cool. And now every... All of my like influencer friends in this space call Isn't me GBT. It, like so fun to have a nickname. I love it. I never had one. I never had up. one growing up. I wanted one so bad in the eighth grade. I tried to get everyone to start calling me Juice Box, and it just like didn't. <laughs> it didn't catch. That is poetic. I know. I thought I'm it was gonna, like a, I'm going to change your name in my phone to Juice Box. I thought it was like such a good nickname. Juicy, J- and like you could JB. call me JB Juicy for short. Not one person called me it. So like now, twenty years later, was there an origin story? No, I just was like, what's a cool nickname? Okay. And at the time, like, you know, like, like a lot of rappers were coming up and I just mm-hmm. like, Juicebox sounded like a cool girl. I like it. 
It was. It had potential. You should have started it at camp. So true. Because camp is the origin of the nickname. I should have just like switched schools and when people ask me my name, just say Juice Exactly. Box. Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. Um, you're going to join me for the Fast Five. Okay. We've got actually really good stories today. A little bit of TikTok, a little bit of reality TV. I know we have similar interests. Mm-hmm. So it was extremely easy for me to find stories. Perfect. And so for that, thank you. No problem. Here are the Fast Five stories that you need to know. Today's episode is brought to you by Sephora. So everybody knows Sephora is your go-to destination for glam, for makeup, for everything beauty. But, you know, Jax and I are both entering our clean girl era. Jax has really been influencing me. And, you know, she's pregnant. So obviously she's being really cautious about what she puts on her skin and her body. And Sephora is still the go-to destination for anything clean beauty related. They have a whole tab you can shop. So many of my favorite brands that I already used and already loved are clean beauty that I already shopped at Sephora, like Milk Makeup, House Labs. I love their blushes, the Milk Makeup Hydro Grip. But also I'm discovering new brands like I love Merit Beauty and so many of their products are so fabulous and they're a clean beauty brand. So Sephora is just like the go-to destination for anything clean beauty related and anything beauty related too. If you've been wanting to get into clean beauty, find out if brands that you use are clean or just find new fabulous brands to look like your most gorgeous self, head to sephora.com slash clean. You can learn all about their fabulous products. So many uh, brands that I've recently fallen in love with thanks to Sephora, like Westman Atelier. I love their bronzing sticks. I didn't know about before, but until I shopped on sephora.com slash clean, I found all these fabulous brands, all these fabulous products. And I mean like, look at my face. Could I be more gorgeous? And could I be cleaner? No, I couldn't be cleaner. So if you're heading to sephora.com slash clean, check out all their fabulous products. Thank you, Sephora, for sponsoring today's episode. Today's episode is also brought to you by Roback. I think it's safe to say everyone is talking about Roback, whether it's their performance hoodies, their polos, their Q-zips. We always make sure to recommend Roback for the man in your life. If you want your man looking good, then get him to Roback. But now we're even more excited to recommend Roback for all the ladies. Roback just relieved, released active skorts and dresses, and we are obsessed. Perfect for a day on the courts, a walk with your dog, a nice jog on a summer day. I love wearing a skort because chub rub is real. It is chub rub season. It's so hot. And having just that protection down there while also wearing like a really cute skort is one of my favorite summer hacks. The active dresses featured their trademark GTG technology. So you don't have to take your dress all the way off when you go to the bathroom. Their liner doesn't ride up. It has great stretch, hidden pockets for all of your essentials. And the women's joggers and hoodie sets from Roback are literally the softest pieces of clothing that we own. If you want to be comfortable, then these joggers and hoodies are for you. We haven't taken them off since we received them. They're really that good. So with summer quickly approaching, make sure you're checking out Roback. And while you're at it, we strongly recommend treating yourself to some of their ladies' products. The men's products are fabulous, but like, I think it's more important that we take care of ourselves, you know, unburden yourselves. So use code TOAST on Roback.com for a generous 20% off your first order of performance skorts, joggers, and hoodies. Roback is spelled R-H-O-B-A-C-K.com. And that's 20% off when you use code TOAST at Roback.com. Highly recommend the skort perfect for summertime. I just love a squirt. I can't speak highly enough of the rollback one. Now, the big TV news of the day, I think a lot of people saw this coming after Pat Sajak's retirement. Ryan Seacrest takes over as host after Pat Sajak's retirement. He confirmed in an Instagram post on Tuesday that he will take over the Wheel of Fortune role from the longtime host, Pat Sajak. In June, Pat Sajak announced his plans to retire from the hosting game after 41 seasons, and this is what Ryan said. I'm truly humbled to be stepping into the footsteps of the legendary Pat Sajak. I can say, along with the rest of America, that it's been a privilege and a pure joy to watch Pat and Vanna on our television screens for an unprecedented 40 years, making us smile every night and feel right at home with them. Pat, I love the way you've always celebrated the contestants and made viewers at home feel at ease. I look forward to learning everything I can from you during this transition. Well, one, he did not write that. 
A hundred percent. Two, he, like, he's going to host my next, like, OBGYN appointment. Like, <laughs> why is he hosting everything? That's kind of been the sentiment. People are like, all right, duh, like, we couldn't have gotten someone else. And I have to say, like, I actually don't hate this. No, no, no. It's great because he is host. Like, right. you are comic. And th- I, right, and he will do this till he retires. This yeah. is a job you have for life. Yeah, like, what, oh, this is so, like, uncultured to me. Who, like, used to host the New Year's Eve Dick Clark. Yeah, like it's it's gonna be like that. Like that's his destiny. Um, but like never forget him and Julianne Huff. Who could? Like that is just like what resonates in my brain when I see him. Who would want to? That was literally the most confusing, the most iconic, and the best relationship for both of them. Like for him, he got to be with a woman, you know, obviously much more beautiful. And for her, she got this springboard, you know? Ha- have you seen the TikTok of her doing Footloose rehearsal? I haven't. It's hot. Like she's so talented. No, like there's like a scene with her and the main guy in Footloose, and they're like grinding to like Country Girl Shake It for Me. Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, I have. <laughs> yeah. I have. So um, I wonder if that was pre or post Seacrest. Um, which I don't is know. a question I need to know. But I think it's great. I mean, I I can't really see anybody else doing it. I'm not a Wheel of Fortune girly, but they should um, start posting clips of it on TikTok and maybe get some some younger audience. Yeah. Or get younger people on the show. On the show. Yeah, I mean, it definitely Would has Would you go its, on if they asked? A hundred percent. Okay. It definitely has its demo. I don't know. What does this mean for Vanna? She's so on it. I know, but like if they're ushering in this new age with like a younger host, not that Vanna's old, but you know what I mean? Like she's part of the, the, the you know, the Pache Jack crew. Maybe they revamp the whole show. They definitely need younger contestants. I, you know, Vanna White was like the original like, you know, Instagram model. Like we need an Instagram model on yeah. there. But- I think there would be an uproar. If Vanna was yeah. pushed out. It would be like, there's rats at the mark. There's my, the mark has mice. mice. Yeah. The mark denies the Holocaust. Um, I think there would be more of an uproar, even though the, the, the last host, him leaving is like, and Ryan coming in. I think it's great. Like, I think people aren't going to be like up in arms about it. But I think if Vanna left, it would like cause something. But maybe this is an opportunity for a new reality show of somebody to replace Vanna White. Kind of like the Glee Project. It, of course. Can you believe how far the Glee Project took so many people? Also, I, I'm on Glee Project TikTok. Yeah, I mean Alex Newell just won a Tony. Which is insane. They got their start the Glee Project. On the Glee Project. Which is kind of like the Jimmy Awards. That, by the way, the Jimmy Awards, that's a very niche reference that I just discovered on TikTok last night. You didn't know about it, Renee nope. and the Jennifer Lawrence's co-star in the new movie. I didn't know. Um, it's a musical theater. Yeah. Talk. Are you like a big musical theater girl? I did. I did. Unfortunately, I did do musical theater growing up. Robin, do you sing? <laughs> like. Robin? <laughs> no. Sing. <laughs> no. No, but I did growing up. Please sing for us just like a little bit, like 10 seconds. No, I actually can't because like this is your stage. But oh, like you're maybe. Not, you're just kissing my ass so I don't no, think you maybe sing. if I come on a third time I will. Oh, okay. She's getting for an invite. Yes. Okay. Um, but yeah, I did musical theater growing up. Oh, that's so interesting. I didn't know that about mm-hmm. you. That I was a musical, girl, musical theater girly and a camp girly, <gasps> which is why I am now a GPT girly. Which is why you are a toaster. <laughs> which is why I am a toaster, yes. W- tell me about camp. Like, what camp did you go to? So I went to Camp Huckins in Freedom, New Hampshire. Um, it was all girls, but we would go over to, like, the Camp Belknap for, like, dances Socials. and stuff with the yeah. boys. And if... Okay, so my first, like, 
thing I ever had with a boy was at camp. His name was Lucas Bird. I'm pretty sure he lives in New York. He went to Yale and he was on the rowing team. And if he sees this and knows, he's going to be like, I don't know who this woman is. I've never seen this woman before in my life. By the way, everyone's first boyfriend was like some dork. Yours is a Yale rower. And his like second, like third generation, all of his family went to Yale. I was like, my dad owns like um, a Mexican restaurant. Like I know go to Yale. But um, at the Belknap dance, if you were speaking to a boy, kissed mm-hmm. a boy, grinded with a boy, at the end of the night, he gives you his Belknap sunglasses. Oh, wow. So you wear it to like breakfast the next day to be like, right. I'm like. Kind of like wearing a sweatshirt or something. Exactly. Like I'm pinned. And, I'm pinned. I can't. And I was leaving and he didn't give me the Belknap sunglasses. And I was like, I'm the biggest loser. By the way, he looked like the guy from the Hannah Montana movie. Which Wait, I probably shouldn't have said his name. It's fine. Okay. Um, Lucas Till? No, Lucas Bird. And my name would have been Robin Bird. No, I'm Bird. talking about from Hannah Montana. Oh, yes. Lucas Till. <laughs> his name again. <laughs> anyway, Robin Bird is like such a cute name. No, but um, then like two days later, I got an envelope in the mail from camp and he mailed me the sunglasses because oh I forgot, forgot to get them. Um, I know a toaster is probably dating Lucas Bird. Uh, you know, like he's 1,000%. Worth, if Lucas Bird is worth his salt, he's dating a girl who is a toaster. 1,000%. And I, I yeah. Or he's a toaster in his life. Maybe Lucas has a sister. Yeah. So camp was great. Um, By the way, I too went to an all girls camp. I too did the mm-hmm. social. We didn't have the sunglass thing, mm-hmm. but it was like a sweatshirt or whatever. It was so fun. And they made you dress up funky or funny to the dance so oh. you couldn't be like trying to show off for, for boys and stuff like that because oh. it's all about like girl female oh like, no you we know. all dress like whores yeah but like I was like oh I'm dressing funny but like tied my shirt up you know tits the out for the boys tits out for the boys like a cups out for the boys how long um, did you go to camp for it was like either two or four weeks mm-hmm. and I switched it wasn't like the long camps that I know a lot of people do but I also volunteer at a grief camp called experience camps that I know and I'm going in like three weeks a lot of the volunteers are here in New York it's a free one week camp for kids who have lost a parent sibling or loved one and most of the counselors have lost a parent sibling or loved one but you don't need to go through loss to volunteer um you don't have to kill your parent to come to camp. exactly exactly um uh, but um yeah it, it being able to go back to camp is just like no high. That's why we did Camp Toast. Like I'm all aware. I feel like you were someone who like could have been at Camp Toast. I had a wedding. Fuck. I was gonna go though because like that was me. Like I'm a toaster. I'm a camper. It was so much fun. Yes. And by the way, I'm like, I'm so connected to your family because like I loved the show that your camp was on. Oh, MTV's Pat Camp. Yes. Iconic. And like Diane. Diane, Sweet Home Alabama. Yeah. And so Ryan Seacrest is now hosting Wheel of Fortune. That was a journey. And Diane is going to be the new Vanna White. As she should. Yes. Um, Okay, next story, TikTok drama that I'm like kind of obsessed with. So Sophia Culpo's ex, Braxton Berrios, and I keep calling him Braxton Hicks, like Braxton Hicks contractions, has addressed the cheating allegations amid Alex Earl romance. So if you don't know what's going on, Olivia Culpo's sister was dating this football player. For two years, like mm-hmm. a serious relationship, I'm pretty he sure. He was they, on the show, I think. They lived together. Mm-hmm. I think they had a house together. And it all seemed to be going well until, you know, everyone on the internet was like, wait, did they break up? And then there mm-hmm. were rumors that he was spotted out with Alex Earl. And people were just like very confused about the timeline. Mm-hmm. And Sofia Coppola started being really like vulnerable and honest on her social media in the last couple of weeks and months, just being like, this is like the hardest thing I've ever go- gone through. I think she talked about how she's like lost a lot of weight. It was just mm-hmm. like true heartbreak. Yes. And now over the weekend, 
pretty much confirmed yeah. Alex was out in the Hamptons with her new man, Braxton Berrios, Sofia Coppola's ex-boyfriend. So people were like, are they, aren't they? And now it's like confirmed. Mm. They were like kissing, they're dating. Mm. And Sofia Coppola took to TikTok to, you know, talk about address. it. Address. To address. She deleted the t- TikToks that she made, but she basically- A sub-talk. It was, just, yeah, there was, like, there was a lot of subtext. The subtext was like, the timelines like maybe overlapped. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a narcissist. He's a cheater. She was like liking comments about him cheating. Yep. So Braxton yesterday blew this case wide open yep. and took to Instagram and addressed everything. Okay. That's the backstory. He said, I don't want to start anything. I don't want to fuel anything. I genuinely want all of this to be over and everybody to move on and do whatever makes them happy. I was in a relationship for two years. It was a good relationship. It was a healthy one. Mm-hmm. And towards the end of it, we had conversations along the lines of why we just weren't working out. So we split back in January. Mm-hmm. That's why. Basically, like, marking the timeline as, like, him and Sophia breaking up in January. And I don't believe him and Alex were spotted out until early February, which is quick, but it's not an overlap. Mm -hmm. Sophia maintains that the timelines overlap. Okay. Alex is silent. Yep. Braxton. Was she silent or was she silenced? And Braxton says, it's clean. Mm -hmm. It's, It's kosher. Yeah. What does it mean? Okay. Here's the thing. Like, I have met both of them and they're both great girls um I just (laughs) there is nothing worse than if you were like sitting with your girlfriends and you're like this is the girl that like my ex is dating and everybody's like oh my god no she looks like a human toe like don't worry like if the photo was Alex Earl like that hurts not only that but like Alex Earl is in a very rare position in her internet fame where she is universally beloved. There's not like hate pages nope. for Alex Earl, like every influencer gets. People yeah. just love her. So she's this darling girl who couldn't be nicer in real so, life. Like the sweetest. Couldn't be more beautiful. Has the Smart. adoration of millions of people. Mm-hmm. And that's who your ex, who you loved and built a life with, is with. It's very tough. So incredibly tough. Like, I couldn't even take it when, like, my ex started dating, like, a rat. <laughs> well, your word's not mine. No, I'm kidding. I don't, I don't um, know her. I don't know her. No, I'm kidding. Um, But the other thing to bring to the table is think about, I mean, your situation is a little different, but, like, when you're 22... I was like trying to hook up with this like mailman that I met at a Mexican restaurant in Nashville, New Hampshire while like drunk texting my ex. Like when you're 22, things go awry and especially in relationships, but to make it public, I, at the end of the day, let's cut to the chase. I see where Sophia is coming from, from being upset. I would be fucking torn and who knows what the real timeline is, but to get back at an ex, the best way to get back in an ex is to stay silent move on with your life especially and, and like make, be an unbothered queen and make them think wait like what is she up to i haven't seen her post it i haven't seen her posting like she's not upset like i guess this didn't mean a lot to them and i'm not saying to be toxic but like if i was sophia pr moves for sophia i would literally never address it continue living my life continue building her brand or and doing what she's doing and just completely move on because to look like you're upset, which she so should be. She has the right to be upset, but to portray that is just like gonna make people look at you 
like, oh, she's just salty. Oh, she's just a hater. Yeah. Like, whatever. But Braxton, I really wanted to him address it. I wanted him to address it on TikTok with the blue eyes filter that Alex <gasps> always uses. Yeah. Because, like, that would just have, like, a hint of Alex in the frame. Yeah. Which would just be everything. Um, I don't think he needed to say something. I kind of think, because some... The other arguments are being like, oh, he just wants a spotlight. He's so into himself. He's looking at himself in the mirror and the reflection. You've seen like that. Like, yeah, I mean, there there's an argument to be made that like Braxton isn't the most famous football player. Yeah, but I don't think anybody had, you know, followed his football career until Sophia and now Alex. Um, But I'm sure the toasters did because the toasters follow footballer like footballers, footballers who are like dating girls. Right. But before that, like he's not now he's not known for his football. No, no, no. He's known for his dating life. So if he's going to lean into that you know what I don't hate it yeah no lean in but there's going to be discourse like if you're posting an Instagram story like addressing like internet beef and drama right like I just wonder what the locker room looks like for him yeah I mean this is like it's so different yeah and it's so crazy and I support women in this situation not all situations because some women are the worst but I support the women here and I do wish these two because I like them both of course they should do like get ready with me to go have dinner with my ex's ex yeah like if these two could meet up and like really just kind of power to the pussy I think and Jake's be, there Jake Shane yeah, of course, lover. literally it's like power to the pussy I think it would be very powerful yeah. for, for the young community because now it's just like so classic you know of course and that's like I, I could not agree more like if they came together and were like hey no not even address like but kind of be like hey we were kind of being like crazy like whatever but like they came together in the end and did it get ready with me like imagine the views no, and not that it's all about views but it is but it is no and like First of all, I love that idea and I agree. And I think that like it's entirely possible that like what Sophia's saying is the truth and what Alex believes. Do you is- think there was a hey girly DM exchanged? No. No. Okay. I don't think that these two have ever communicated. Really? Yeah. Okay. That's just what I believe. And yeah. I, I'm, by the way, I have no facts or like I don't know anything <laughs> that I'm not sharing. Like I'm just like guessing. Yeah. It's just like kind of the, the love triangle I didn't see for, for this year. Yeah. Like they could like maybe tart. Um, sponsors this hangout. Oh, Matt, I love. Yeah. I love. Get a tar- Maureen in the mix. Get Maureen in the mix. A tar- get ready with me, Alex and Sophia. Like, and it's like it we're out. blending I our just, issues. I can't believe we're talking about Alex and Sophia again. It's giving call her daddy. It's giving call her daddy. I'm like, Alex and Sophia, like I'm, I'm having trauma. I met Alex for the first time in, in Cannes. And how was? Amaze. Amaze. That's Amaze. what I've heard. Yeah. She's shorter than I thought. Oh. Yeah. How tall are you? I'm 5'3". How nice for you. Yeah. I'm like four you know, I'm just length. Like it's like it's right. giving like Pilates, yeah, Gwyneth Paltrow vibes. Exactly. Whether you have a puppy that's a few weeks old or a senior dog who's seen many years, any dog person like Jax and I know that the most valuable thing in the world is spending time with your pet. And the farmer's dog can help keep them healthy and can give you more quality years with your Strice Bro. I'm going to get emotional during this ad. The farmer's dog makes and delivers fresh, healthy dog food. It's recommended by vets, it's nutritionally balanced, and it's made from human-grade ingredients in safe, clean kitchens. It is the best option for dogs at all stages of life because it's not kibble, it's not canned goo sliminess, it's just real food. 
Traditional dry and wet dog food options are very processed. They can use much lower quality ingredients than they claim to, and they're extremely difficult to portion accurately. The farmer's dog isn't just a higher quality food. They also send the food pre-portioned specifically for your dog based on your dog's unique nutritional needs. It makes it easy to help maintain your dog's ideal weight, which is one of the biggest indicators of a full, healthy life. A fresh diet has also been found to have all sorts of benefits. Theo, oh my God, his breath is so much better. Shiny coat, better skin, better breath, better digestion, smaller, better poops. So a healthy diet isn't just important for humans. Theo is a testament to that. It doesn't matter if your dog is young or old, it's always the right time to begin investing in their health, helping you live a more healthy, happy, and full years together. So get 50% off your first box when you go to thefarmersdog.com slash toast. There's never been a better time. It's never too late to invest in healthy, good, fresh dog food for the Strice Bro in your life. So that's thefarmersdog.com slash toast for 50% off. All right, next up, we're talking about our queen, Kelly Clarkson, and she's addressing <gasps> her rumored beef with fellow American Idol winner Carrie Underwood, which I didn't hear Never that, heard. I never heard. But if I sat down and thought about it, I'd be like, yeah, why don't these two like ever, they don't talk, they don't collab, they yeah, don't but anything. Is she like doing a song with um, Sanjaya? Okay, well, first of all, it's not that <laughs> random, first of all. They're country girlies. I feel like they both spend yeah. a lot of time in Nashville. Adam Lambert and Kelly, do they ever I club? fucking love Adam Me Lambert. Me too. He is the most underrated artist. When he did the Muffin Man on stage. Do you know the, the Muffin Man? Yeah. Okay, so Kelly Clarkson is insisting that she does not have beef with Carrie Underwood. Obviously, this happened on Watch Trappens Live, and a viewer mm-hmm. asked while calling into the Tuesday episode, Kelly cut her off and was like, I think I know where you're going with this. People always pit us together and we don't even know each other well enough to be pitted together. Literally, we've run into each other a handful of times. There's no beef between us. She doubled down that there's nothing going on with her and Carrie Underwood. Um, And then she let the viewer finish her question, but she literally cut off the question mid-show. I wouldn't, I, I never thought of it. But like, okay, the answer, like, I, I want to believe Kelly, but the answer seems kind of like, I don't even know her. It's giving like, you know, Mariah Carey. As they say in the Bravo universe, especially in the Watch What Happens Live, like, where there's smoke, there's fire. And that's always come true on Bravo. It's so true. It's always. But I'm a Kelly girly, and like, I've been watching her entire press tour, and like, she's straight up, and she name drops in like a she's good way. So like, honest. Just so honest. So true. So I have no reason to believe that this isn't real but like at the same time it's like we don't really know each other that well that's kind of red flag that's kind of like but you you do and you should but Carrie Underwood I'm a fan and I know you are as well she's a mystery yeah like she is a mystery like I have no idea what she ate for breakfast or like who she date. Like I know nothing. Like yeah. she's not posting on Instagram. She's like a front facing celebrity. Like she does her brand deal. She has like a athleisure line. She performs, but we don't know her personally. At all. Yeah. But like, I feel like we used to, and then it just like stopped after like she had that incident. Accident. Yeah. Um, which to each their own, like she deserves all the privacy in the world. She is a queen. So I don't know, but but my question is, what were the rumors? I've that, never heard of this. Me neither, by the way, and so I never thought about it, but now I'm thinking about it. Yeah. I guess, like, when you when I think about, like, the girls in country, a lot of them are, like, really, like, supportive of one another. Her country. No, I'm talking about Carrie Underwood now. Yeah. Like, when I think about the, the, the country girlies, they all collab together, they do songs together. I love it. It's so sweet. They yeah. uplift each other. They, the, the big ones work with the littler ones. Like, yeah. But I feel like Carrie doesn't do that. Mm-mm. Like, I feel like the only collab she's ever had 
with another woman in country and maybe I'm misspeaking because I don't know yeah. her entire discography is her iconic song with Miranda Lambert all those years ago oh something bad but like what else yeah oh something bad one more time oh <laughs> and then they did it for NFL Sunday night yeah which is the best but so like she doesn't really like you know work with women in the industry or anyone so when somebody's extremely successful like Carrie Underwood this I don't want this word to be looked at negatively a lot of what they do is calculated they have it down to a science yeah strategic um so it must be for a reason um but yeah I'm, I'm not sure but like what would their beef be over I guess just like competitiveness, you know, like they came up. But that's launched, the industry being competitive, not them. I know, but they were launched on the scene at like the similar time from the same platform. They were mm-hmm. probably in, in like 15 years ago, like fighting for a lot of the same opportunities. Yeah. And songs. Yeah. But I mean, Carrie could never play the role of um, to, from Justin to Kelly. No, it's a role only Kelly could do. <laughs> yeah. So like I can get maybe that's where it stems that from. That movie's so unbelievably good so good like do you guys remember season one of American Idol like I remember our teachers would write the like the phone number on the board like everybody was talking about it my eyes were like glued it to the television it brought the country together and like that finale episode was like three hours long and we would go back to Kelly and Justin's hometown who did and, like, you vote for Ruben or Clay Ruben Ruben won as he should yeah in my humble opinion and I love how they're besties now I know and they're going on tour together we should go we should go <laughs> we should go I think they just do like cover songs and shit which is great I'm so down. They're like picking up on like the Jonas Brothers doing Living like all it. of those albums and cover songs and such. Kelly, um, also on Watch Happens Live, she, you're right, she's being like so open. She's talking. Like so, she's name dropping so everybody much in shit. the best way. She's giving the people what she wants. She understands her audience. So she pled the fifth on this one question that I thought was really interesting. And then after she said she wouldn't answer, she like dropped a little hint. The question was like, Kelly over the years has said, I actually think she said it on Watch Happens Live many years ago that when she got off of American Idol, like it was so hard to work with other celebrities because American Idol had this like tacky vibe where nobody wanted to work with which, like the talent, I love. the talent show girl um, and so many celebrities were so mean to her and Andy was like plead the fifth or answer name a celebrity who was like rude to you and condescending she was like I can I can I can and Andy was like okay and then she said but I will say one of the celebrities who was mean to me ended up on a show like that meaning a judge on American Idol a judge on X Factor the voice the voice. So it could be J-Lo. She was on American Idol. It could be, who's currently on American Idol? Uh, Katy Perry. Mm. I mean, Nicki Minaj and Mariah Carey were on American Idol for a while. That was chaos. That was the best season of my life. Demi <laughs> Lovato was on X Factor. Britney Spears was on X Factor. How awkward is that moment on X Factor? Yes, yes. Where Demi. Chloe's like, so who is the best in, like, who is the best no, in Fifth Harmony? Demi Lovato like, gave like a critique of Fifth Harmony and was like, you know, honestly, only one of you was like really performing and you can hear it in the crowd and you can hear it in your vocals and the rest of you need to step up. And they were like, okay. And then Chloe's like, wait, who? And they were like, okay, next judge. And then Chloe goes, no, Demi, who are you talking about? Who? The fact that Chloe Kardashian hosted a season of X Factor is not nearly spoken about nearly as much as it should. And the fact that I used to follow a band from X Factor follow I would literally no 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 like go on the tour bus oh 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 no not me which I, is like not I cute. would wait with bated breath before it was everything before they removed re- released any actual original music after X Factor they had this stint where like once a week they would post a cover on YouTube the way you know, I wouldn't breathe red. until the cover came Lego red. house Lego house <laughs> Literally, and it was really like the Camilla show. Like we it just was wait. the Camilla show. We would just Touching wait for Camilla. Yeah, I realized <laughs> all you ever wanted. Like was, they would do if these. If you like, weren't oh, there, if you weren't there, if you weren't there, I feel oh. so sorry. 
And if you haven't seen the Fifth Harmony, it, it was like Judge's a, House. Judge's House. <laughs> Their first performance ever as a band. Holy they shit. weren't even called Fifth Harmony. They were called Lilas. Love You Like a Sister. Of course. And they sang Impossible. I and, remember yes. And Mark Trick Anthony. Question. I was going to say, I was going to say, trivia question who was the guest they judge? They were at Simon Cowell's house. The guest, judge, guest judge was Mark Anthony. And when you watch, when Camilla starts singing, Mark Anthony is. It's like, I just got the chills. It's the best. Go watch it on YouTube. Like, whenever I'm like drunk and like sitting around with my friends and we're like watching our favorite YouTube videos, I'm like, Lila's Impossible. Second to that, Judge's House is Carly, Carly Rose Car and Claire singing. singing. Heart, uh, broken hearted to Will I Am and Britney Spears, and he goes, She's a dragon. She's a dragon. Carly Rosan and Claire did not, by the way, that whole season of X Factor was life changing. It was the best. The fact that the guy who won, we never heard from again, mm -hmm. Tate, I, he was exactly. like an older country singer, Tate, yes. Tate something. He won, never heard from him again. The world did not do Carly Rosan and Claire. We didn't do enough for Carly Rosan and Claire. She's on TikTok. Yes, yeah, she is. Like, reliving um, her. But also, you know, Fletcher, the singer Fletcher, yeah. who sings like she was in the three girl country group that like On didn't X last Factor? that didn't last very long that season. Yeah. Of all the singing shows we've had, X Factor was the best one. And the fact that it didn't like take off. Oh, here, wait, like, remember it did when in the Rachel UK? got eliminated? Who's Rachel? She, it was first season of X Factor. She was like this little. <gasps> yes, girl of course. Girl, and she fell to the ground and Simon hugged her. She was really young. Yes. That was sweet. That was sweet. I like loved like, those shows. It was they raised me. They, it was everything. Everything. Okay. Next story. Uh, speaking of Watch Happens Live, Andy Cohen has like found himself in like a little bit of drama, and I actually feel really bad for him. I was gonna say. So he is thanking his fans for support after this nipple video from New York City Pride goes viral. So Andy Cohen has expressed his gratitude to the fans who supported him after a video of him playing with a man's nipple during New York City Pride went viral. So followers took to Twitter to lambast the sleuth-like videographer who secretly recorded the Bravo bigwig during an intimate time. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, and I didn't know either, but everyone was like, Andy's video, Andy's video. I was like, what? And I searched and I on Twitter. I felt like I'm part of the problem. <laughs> I am the problem. But this is my job. I need to know. Yeah. And basically, Andy was at like a pride event and it wasn't a pride event. It was, it's pride. So, you know, all the gays are out mm -hmm. living their best lives. The best. And he's clearly at like a bar. It's very, it's giving like underground. It's giving no phones. Yeah. And... He's like, you know, I don't know if he's seeing this person, but he obviously had, you know, he's having a night with this man. The man is sitting on his lap. The man is not wearing a shirt. And Andy is like kissing his neck and rubbing his nipple. Which we love. Which, yeah. And somebody recorded it. Mm -hmm. And the, watching the video, the video was so invasive. Like it's, it's such a private moment. It's so, it's such a tacky, really disgusting thing to do. Mm -hmm. And then of course, because it's Andy, it went viral and people were like making fun of him and, you know, calling him gross names. But... His fans have really kind of backed him up and been like, this which never, I love. I love this. Never should have been recorded. Mm -hmm. You're, you know, a grown ass man in a private bar. Like you should be able to do whatever you want. Live your best life. You know, love is love. Yeah. I feel so bad. Like, I think it's so like, it's probably embarrassing and it's so invasive and it's a video that never should have been recorded. And especially during pride where like, you're supposed to just like be free, be free and celebrate, like being able to love who you love and what 100%. some people have gone through to be able to be themselves to to that at place, pride in public. Like, it's like, so like the fact that people are disrespecting that I think is disgusting. I hope the person who posted it, like I hope like literally I wish only the worst for them. But also I think it speaks to 
Andy's fan base and like his relationship with his fans because I'm glad we're getting to a place where when things like that come out it's not like oh my god like this is great but it's like hey this is kind of like uncomfortable for me to watch because like why is this out there and like this shouldn't be out there no it's so true it feels like sometimes internet culture and just like fan culture in general has like no moral compass no people just do and say whatever to like get attention or get close to, uh, you know, get an interaction on on social media. They just say these absurd things. So it's sometimes disheartening to talk about stuff like this Mm -hmm. because like people don't realize that like celebrities are people with feelings. Wait, I'm not, I didn't, did he address it on Watch What Happened 5? No, but on Twitter, like a bunch of his fans were like, listen, don't be ashamed. We don't care. We love you. And he was like, thank you so much. The person who recorded this is like a trash human being. So he's he's not he is addressing it, but not maybe he's gonna do it on Radio Andy this morning, but And we should never make light of the situation because it's wrong, but imagine if he had the guy who he was with as a bartender. bartender. This is why you are the internet's agent. That is an amazing idea. Yeah, but only if he was comfortable. Like you yeah. know what I mean? But like because that's the other thing. Yes, Andy's a public person and this is stuff he just, you know, you have to deal with when this is your life. But like the other guy is not and his face is not blurred out in the video. He's just a regular guy. And this culture where we record people without their consent, I'm not talking about celebrities. I'm talking about when I'm on TikTok, I'm always seeing people recording like random. And yeah, maybe the people, you know, are doing weird things in a restaurant. But like this culture where we're so comfortable recording people we don't know, especially people who are like maybe having dinner with their kids, like minors. It's so fucking weird to me. I don't like it. And I I do not do that. I do not subscribe to that. And I do not like content like that. And this is coming from a fan. Like I'm a fan at heart. Like I love pop culture celebrities. And like if when I see a celebrity, I'm like, oh my God. Dying. Dying. But then I think about it. I'm like, what is recording them? Like, what is that gonna? What do? You, what is? What is that gonna do? You're gonna have it in your phone just to look at? Like, it makes no sense. No, and like, then, like posting on it, and so many of it goes viral, and it's like that person just didn't consent to no. your fucking TikTok. Yeah, it really it rubs me the wrong way. I don't like it. Yeah, no, I agree. I'm like so hesitant to get to the fifth and final story because I know it's a topic you're just as passionate about as oh, me. God. Um, and it's not good news in the Zolciak Beerman household. <sighs> So before I, tell I have the robe. Before I tell you, no. Before I tell you the, the story, teal robe. You do, of course. Casual collections, of course. Before I tell you the story, what was your initial reaction when you heard that these two were getting? Divorced? I was devastated. devastated. I was absolutely devastated because this is going to kind of sound off topic, but it's not like I watch Teen Mom and like you watch these girls like give birth to their kids and like I'm so invested in the Teen Mom stories because you've literally watched the life be born and like live life. Like yeah. we watched them meet. Yeah. And she was like, that's the finest ass I've ever seen. I have to tell you, this is the finest ass I've ever seen in the ballroom dancing competition in like Buckhead, Atlanta. And it was literally love at first sight. Like you could tell the chemistry on screen, like it was palpable. And listen, like I don't agree to like face tuning your kids. Like there's a lot that Kim does that I'm like, ah, but like. That's why she's so fucking iconic. She doesn't give a fuck. But but what I always would say was like, but I think she's a really good mom. And I think that like her relationship with Croy is like, so genuine mm-hmm. and nice and, and they sweet. went through so much they like, went through so much her family and his family i was gonna say like you know when her parents were like spilling stuff to the media and just like her time on real housewives like he was a pillar no he was a he life was a raft it was like him and chef tracy like yep. that were like grounded them no if you watched don't be tardy the like, dog bite the dog bite that but that footage from the ring camera like chilling I can't like they've gone through so much they've gone through so much and like if you watch the show like yeah she's like you know the wigs and it's like all it's funny and whatever but if you watched their show and they were on tv for like seven or eight seasons like they were such a family unit and genuine they, and they had such love in their house mm-hmm. and yeah they did things you know unorthodox and who cares 
they had so much love in their yeah. house and like you couldn't watch a show and not really take away that like this was like a beautiful family and that's the thing it's like when she was on housewives it's like oh like she's crazy whatever i, I was still always a fan Obsessed. because i was an og tree fan but we'll get into that later but like when she was on don't be tardy it really was like lifting up this layer where you're like they really are just like a family that yeah. like deeply loves each other. Like she would cry when the kids were like three eating lunch, thinking about them going to college. No, I know. Because she's like, I just like, I love them so much, which I thought was so sweet. And Croy was the best. The be and how we adopted Ariana and Brielle, like everything. He was just like, so, so to hear that they were getting divorced was honestly like not to be dramatic. It was really difficult for me. Genuinely hard. And things have gotten so messy. Which is, it's so bad. And they've gotten worse because Kim Zolciak, is claiming that Croy Bierman threatened to have her friend arrested for kidnapping son. So Kim Zolciak had to call 911 yesterday. So it's like a confusing story. Yeah. She called the cops on her estranged husband, Croy, after he allegedly accused her friend of kidnapping their son. Okay. So an audio from the 911 call that, of course, was obtained by TMZ. Which is also crazy. I know. The whole fact that you can like hear 911 calls is like so weird. It's like a podcast. Literally. So Kim can be heard telling the dispatcher that she allowed her girlfriend to pick up KJ for a play date at the rodeo. Kim then claimed that the former NFL player began making threats about filing kidnapping charges after learning about the arrangement. This is what she said on the 911 call. Croy has harassed not only the mother, her friend, but my son is shaking and hysterically crying and now I'm just going to leave and go pick him up to prevent the situation. I don't know what else to do at this point. She also accused her ex of stealing her bag with divorce papers amid their messy split according to the call. This is just so petty. I hate to call 911 for this situation. So basically... Kim's friend picked up KJ and was at her house. Croy found out that Kim wasn't the one who picked up KJ, but it was Kim's friend yep. and was alleging that it was a kidnapping. And we don't know who this friend is. We don't know mm. if it's a reliable person. I don't know in this situation, like, who was the crazy one? Because they're both saying, she's saying that he has a drug problem. He's saying that she has a gambling problem. Like, they're throwing the most, like, vile accusations at each other. I don't know who the, the wronged party is here. Well, you know the only person who could fix this? was Grandma Rose, and she's not here anymore. You're right. Like, it all went downhill. Like, and I'm shocked that Grandma Rose didn't see this coming. I know. Because she was she a was teacup, like, psychic girl. Like, yeah. I don't know. I think that divorce, when it gets messy, is, like, the most unfortunate thing. Because if you think about it, it once started off as love. So it's like you're hurt more when like somebody you love stabs you in the back than like when somebody you hate does, obviously. Yeah. And when you have a family and build a family and have children with somebody, it's like divorce is like you can hit somebody where it hurts. Yeah. You know and, everything about them. And I think that I don't know who's in the wrong because I don't like, like I said, I don't know the details. Like I don't want to like get into that because I'm literally not in their family and <laughs> not a divorce attorney. <laughs> but like I think that they are both they know how much they love the kids and like they're like using that against each other, which is just like so, so sad. sad. Um, the gambling thing is there, crazy though. Have you watched that TikTok where the girl goes through her bank statements? Yes, but the gambling thing is crazy, but it's like actually not because if it's you watch the show, she was always at the casino. There's like a record of her just like her favorite thing to do is to go to the casino and, and my favorite thing is to go to a casino. So like yeah, I could see thoughts. someone saying I have an addiction. But, you know, there is a long history of that. But it's like the crypto. Yeah. Like some girl on TikTok literally, which is 
Insane. The fact that like your all you, of your finances become public when you like bank, like she was going through, this girl on TikTok went through her entire bank statement and so like crazy. summarized it. I was like, if somebody did that to me, they'd Mortified. be like, stop ordering Uber Eats, literally, and, and stop ordering like old episodes of Flavor Love on Amazon Prime. Literally. Like, but I don't know. I it makes me it's it's really really sad, and I think that. I think it's unfor. I hope not. I think it's only going to get worse. Yeah. Um. But she is on the new season of Housewives. I'm obsessed. I also was really happy to see that Ariana and Brielle wished a happy Father's Day to Croy. I didn't see that. Yeah. I like that brought me like peace. Like this whole situation is really fucked with me. Damn. I know. Dude, like Brielle and Ariana too. Like that's a whole other sub. I mean, I feel like so much has happened in the Beerman clan. I totally forgot that Ariana had a DUI like last year. Yeah, but then it came out that, like, she didn't. That's what they said. Yeah. Well, I'm kind of, whatever. I'm such a Beerman girly. Like, yeah. I follow all of them. on. Like, I'm obsessed with this family. And Don't Be Tardy was taken away from us. And it shouldn't have been. The last season, like, where they were in an RV. The RV. All right, that wasn't the best, but it was actually, like, amazing. All good reality shows end in an RV. Like, John and Kate Plus 8, like, one of their last seasons, so Kate true. took an RV. And, like, they had, she had, like, an explosive blow up um, on the RV. I love Johnny Cape Plus 8. Um, and then this, the RV seasons are rough. Simple Life, they had an RV season. Did you ever see the movie with Robin Williams, RV? With JoJo? Yeah. What are you talking about? That's probably one of my of favorite course. movies of all time. I you talk said about this. it once a week on the Add shows. it to the list. Add it to the list, yeah. yeah. but no, it's, and like recipes, Robin Williams, like that is. <laughs> His like, finest work. Yes. And JoJo. JoJo. Uh, I think the, this was post The mom from Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yes. Who's it's the, this, who's it's the brother? I think like a nobody. I think not, but whatever. It's so um, good. It's so good. But that was JoJo when she was an actress. Yep. Um, we loved her actor era. I have a trivial question for you. Okay. What was the name of the guy that they wanted to date in Aquamarine? Oh, I have no fucking idea. Raymond. And they're like, Raymundo. All, all I really remember about Aquamarine is like, I would have given up both of my legs starfish for the earrings. starfish earrings. And like I would get fish food from Ben and Jerry's like at the grocery store because she ate it in the bathroom. A hundred percent. Like that's like how sick, sick and disgusting I am in that. I relate to you and I think the toasters would relate to that too. Yes. I love you. I love you too. You crushed the fast five. Thank you. Thank you for being as passionate about these moronic stories as I am. And I also just wanted to say, Jackie... I have an idea oh. for the camper and the counselor. Oh my God. PR moves for the camper and the counselor. Go. And I miss you. And I hope everything is well. Um, I think that they should do a redhead episode where they bring in kids and read the camper and the counselor and have her like interview the kids in like book club format um, on their thoughts on the camper and the counselor and take video footage of it to put on TikTok because there's this TikTok called recess therapy where like this guy like interviews little kids in Central Park. Yes. Um, they should do that with the camper and the counselor. I knew you would come prepared and you did not let us down today. Thank Robin you. Del Monte GBT. Thank you. If you're not following GBT on all platforms, we wish you well. Yeah. But if you want to, at Girl Boss Town. Instagram and I was for some reason to say Vine. Oh, Instagram and TikTok. TikTok. Yeah. Premium content, premium PR moves, premium pop culture content. And it's been an absolute blast. I'm so glad you came back. And we're gonna have to have you come back again on Jackie's actual maternity leave. The time of my life. Love Fighting you. Fighting dragons with you. Literally. Guys, thank you so much for listening to the toast. We are back in studio tomorrow with Jackson Claude, regular episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Toast of Millennium Morning Show. We deliver the fast five stories you need to do every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also 
available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So it's Spotify, Stitcher, Public Radio, Wire, Radio, Box, all the places where you listen to podcasts. Find us at Toasty Professor. We have beautiful, stunning, and wickedly talented we are. Have an amazing hump day. Dear Toasters will be tomorrow with Jackie. Love you. Bye. Bye.